Blog Talk Radio. East Coast cast. It is a Wednesday. It's December 11th, 2019. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. And joining me in a matter of mere seconds, I hope, will be Cameron Hawkins. Uh, but until then, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This is an interactive show, so please interact with us. Uh, there are two ways to have your voice heard on this here show. First way, Give us a call. Get in line, and we will talk to you on air live tonight. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. The other way to have your voice heard on the show, if you can't call us live, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemail is three minutes of unadulterated question asking, commenting, ranting, raving, whatever you got, the voicemail is there for you. Hit the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. If you want to drop us an email, hit us up on the email tip. Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. You can find us on the email at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. You can always drop us a tweet. The DMs are always open at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. That's how you find the show. You can find my personal Twitter at Trablord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. All kinds of conversations happening on those accounts, especially that Seahawk account. Go bother him. He's uh, He's got time, apparently. <laughs> uh, and the last bastion of Get At It, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, Go check us out there. Give us a like. Post us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies. And get the message message, uh, spread that way. You know how it works. Um, Yeah, so those are all the ways to contact us. Call us, voicemail us, tweet us, Facebook us. Um, Yeah, all the ways to contact us. So please, do one of those or a combination of the four. Um, here's where, this is the time where we get a headline or the most important story or the biggest story of the week from our good pal Cameron Hawkins, but, um, he seems to be, um, I don't know, running a little late, I guess. I don't have a message from him. So 
And this is the worst week, of course. Uh, I didn't, I haven't, I think I've watched in the last month an hour of SmackDown and an hour of Raw, maybe two hours of Raw. Last night or Monday night, I, I, I was like, okay, hey, it's seven o'clock. Let's, let's, let's see what Raw. Let's, let's, I, I got an hour before the, before I got into my the dark materials, live tweeting stuff and and then record there. Um, so let's watch. Let's see what's wrong. What's happening on Raw? Opening segment is the King in the Ring, and and and, and they're about to do the damn Lana and Rusev divorce signing. So I uh, I immediately turned and uh, put football on. I was looking for an excuse not to watch Raw, and they gave me one 45 seconds in. I was like, uh, yeah. So that that's uh, that's kind of been how I've been. It's been an NXT heavy and only. Oh, oh, well, in the last week, well, last week I didn't watch Dynamite. That's why I'm saying it's the, the worst week for Cam to, to be missing in action because. Uh, yeah, I just didn't care. I just I, I, I'm I'm getting to the point where with AEW, like I don't I I don't care to keep giving giving them my time. Like I don't think it's a good enough show. Like if I'm not watching the Raw and SmackDown, if I'm not, if, if, but we made it. We 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 spent thirty years, certainly ten, fifteen, twenty years, making all kinds of excuses for. WWE and Raw and SmackDown at various at various times. Um, I'm just not. I'm just not about to start making excuses for 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 AEW, especially when when we were expressly explicitly and expressly promised that things would be different. And I really, 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 really was turned off by the Jericho party to open up dynamite two weeks ago of just like we were told things would be different and this is just a bad version of what we would give WWE shit about and and uh yeah so if I'm not gonna if I'm not watching Raw and Smackdown you know and and I'll get back to it because I know this wouldn't be much of a show if I don't have much to contribute Uh, but this week this past month certainly it's just been I, I watch every second of NXT sometimes twice in a week um, but sometimes you couldn't pay me to Friday night. Pay me to watch this other stuff. Cameron Hawkins, what's going on? Welcome to the show. See, I did watch all this stuff. Mm. Super excited. Lost, and lost and and I was and when you you know were running behind, I'm like, oh yeah, great 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 week to be uh, to leave me stranded on this island. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, NXT right? heavy. We about to go out <laughs> go over NXT segment by segment. <laughs> yeah. So um, I thought yeah, yeah. that in lieu of conversations about things I've put out into the world, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that my perspective on both of the quote-unquote big shows, you know, was in line with what's going on today. Um, actually liked AEW, and I never disliked AEW, but, um, yeah. you know, their strengths are strong, 
and uh, that was that was a fun show to watch. NXT just continues to be exactly what I want from a wrestling show, um, and, and so that was great. Um, yeah, yeah. So so wherever you want to jump in, we can definitely jump in. What's what's the biggest thing? What is uh, you, you you just binged a, a, a lot of wrestling in the last four or five hours? What's uh, what's the what's the biggest talking point coming out of any show you? Uh, um, I mean, there has to be that, you know, TLC is coming up this weekend. Um, Which is amazing. And, and I say that because it's like, oh, I don't again, know. I haven't been paying attention a ton. But it's like, man, that that got here quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super quick. Um, yeah, and then it's this weekend. And like, I think that for a, for a show that doesn't have necessarily a lot of feuds built up, I'm, I'm really excited for the main events of this show, which I suspect to be the women's tag titles uh, in a TLC match. Um, I think that they've done a good job building to that over the last six weeks or so. Um, having reluctant partners in a match where you don't necessarily need to rely on your partner, I think that sets up some really good intrigue. Um, the Is it Bailey and Charlotte? No, 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 no. It's Becky and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, I don't know if you saw any clips from Raw, but, you know, one of the best visuals I've seen them do, angle-wise, they mm-hmm. did an amazing job with Kyrie's elbow off the top rope through the table. And the cool thing about it was they changed it. They changed the angle to a different camera up close right before she landed on Becky through the table. It was beautiful. Um, you know, I know what I, I've seen. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say uh, uh, Seth Rollins turning and re- turning around in his chair like the bad guy from Inspector Gadget. I heard about that. I didn't yeah. see it. And then and then taking off his hood. I mean, it was okay. You know, it's it's what they're doing with him is the right thing. Um, it's probably it's hard to say it's late, but what they're doing is the right thing and. Kevin Owens not being a dumb baby face um, is something I appreciate with that right now. They've been building up AOP. Like a team you've been building and building and building. This is how you should be treating them. So I think that's something mm-hmm. good. And, you know, and with, yeah. I'm realizing right now, like, oh, I could have, like, clip shows are, are, are available. Like, I think WWE has their weekly, like, you know, 15 minute roundup kind of catch up of what happened in the. So definitely before TLC, um, I'm going to go and because you're like Kyrie saying to put Becky through a table. I'm like, oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, <laughs> Every, everything literally is new to me. I, I, I saw tr- the opening tr- segment with Lana and Rusev, and I, I turned it off. Did that even did that play out? Did they sign divorce papers? Or are they like divorced? Um, before I think before they sign them. Uh, Rusev has to have a match with Lashley. Um, I think that's the the thing. <laughs> Why? It's all stupid. Yeah, it's all stupid. Okay, you were trying um, to say something before. I... Yeah, just that. Um, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't TLC last year a triple threat for the women's title between Oscar, Charlotte, and Becky? That 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 sounds. Uh, was it I at TLC? It was. I don't. I couldn't tell you, but. I remember that match. Yeah. There was a ladder involved. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was it. Now, um, 
we should be fair. Like, we're talking about the weekend wrestling. Um, State from TLC has some, some really good matches on there in particular. So we get Buddy Murphy, Alistair Black. We get New Day Revival. Um, so there's some good stuff there. Um, I'm not excited for Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin in a TLC match, primarily because, like, guys that size going one-on-one in a ladder match where you don't have to retrieve anything. Like, there's probably going to be some good stuff, but it kind of misses the mark on, to me, the point of doing it at all. You know what I mean? Like, do you think being a tables match would be fine? You know, like... But they're they're not necessarily... Yeah, like you said, they don't have to climb to get a thing, but they can... But they don't have to. My my fear would be you're going to make you're going to have Corbin and or Roman Reigns thinking that oh I have we have to like do spots off the ladder when it would yeah. be when it's going to look and probably like not be great that they don't do that yeah, just as effective to me as a chairs match or a tables match like I think that you know you have to have a different type of movement and I think you know I like both of those guys but. Guys that size in a in ladder match that's not required to be a ladder match is, is weird. Um, yeah, so but again, you I don't do have to that, do stuff with you know when you say ladder match that implies going up and yeah, with one way or another you have to climb up the damn ladder. Um, but a TLC match, yeah, you can you can book it like a, a tables or a chairs match. You know, you don't have to again, you don't have to do spots. Off the ladder, you can use it and as you know, springboard, you know, all kinds of other gimmicky ways. But you don't have to do jump off of it or suplex people off of it or do shit off of it. Yeah. So, um, you know, the the, the big story, um, and, and it's it's relative. Um, you know, the NWO and Batista going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um. Yeah, you know, that's a little, Scott, is that Scott a little Hall, early? Hall of Famer. That's pretty cool. Um, December, he's going to start that stuff till after the new yeah. year. and start announcing the folks for about an eight-week stretch. And then by the time March gets here, they've announced everybody. And But yeah, whatever, well, I that's, that's why I don't... He's still going in, it seems... It feels weird because it feels like... Not, not weird, but it feels like like Batista is probably one of my favorite uh, uh, characters or personalities post WWE because he can just literally not give a fuck. He can tell y'all I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. Yeah. And then oh y'all want me for something? Yeah sure, a million bucks or whatever his price would be. And they're like okay sure yeah. anything you want. When it was just four, five, six years ago. Uh, on the cusp of being able to have, you know, the fuck you leverage, they were like, mm, you know. Yeah. Yeah, what's a guardian? A guardian you're going to be co-starting with a fucking raccoon? What is this? Uh-huh. Fuck you. Yeah. We'll pass, Dave. I think, now he's about to go into all the time. You know, he's one of my favorites, you know, as an act. Once he got to, you know, that, that first WrestleMania match with, with Hunter, like, you know, the, the best thing about Batista was Batista dressed like his paycheck. And I think that's a big deal. Like, 
you know, he was 40 when he got to the main event, but he always carried himself like he belonged there. Like, Batista had actual style. Um, like, he seemed like a real person whose job was wrestling, you know? Um, and, like, he, he – nobody's Ric Flair. I'm not saying anybody's Ric Flair, but if Ric Flair was 20 years younger, he'd be Batista. You know, that that's what he would do and what he would have and how he would act. Um and I just I thought he was really good for, for a guy who was told he was never going to make it. I, I thought that you know when he got to that main event thing, he very much belonged. Um, as much as I love like Hollywood Rock as my favorite incarnation of a wrestler, Hollywood mm-hmm. Batista is way up there. He's way up there. Spotlight beat you, Batista. Yeah, he's yeah, amazing. I'll rip your head off, Batista. <laughs> yeah, once he turned on the stereo, like he had some real high. Um, and then, like you said, you know, kind of the twilight of his career, you know, he took that risk, went to go do that that Marvel movie that wasn't really supposed to work. Um, and he's been, you know, in sequels. He had a role in the biggest movie ever now. He's been a Bond villain. Like, things are going great for him. And so what's weird to me about him going in the Hall of Fame is how contemporary he still is. Like, That's he's why it feels weird. This. Yeah. Because he's not an old man. Like, man, he's all, all those folks, it's like, okay, you know, they're, they're old guys, even though they're, like, you know, in their 50s. They look like, you know, because they had, they put miles on their bodies and did other things yeah. to make themselves look <laughs> older. And, and we saw them when we were children. We didn't start seeing pieces, yeah. and we were grown-ass men. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, in your case, what, whatever, 19 when he came into, you know, the custom. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking WrestleMania 20, WrestleMania 20 was in 2004. So, yeah, I'm yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. Right. 24 years old, Batista. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, I, uh, I don't have the Wikipedia app. Um, it's, let's see. How old is Batista? Batista's definitely he's like 48. And oh, then okay. he, he's 50 on the dot. And then how old is Kevin Nash? Kevin Nash is fifty is sixty. So they're ten oh. years older. Um so yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's weird it, Batista is like that thing, uh, like Eli Manning, I was watching the Eagles uh, Giants game Sunday night and or Monday night. And um it's just like holy crap. It's really, it's really happening. Like, you know, like the generation of guys that we, like Peyton Manning was before. He was still in college, or I was still in college when he went pro. But Eli, when he went pro, I was, he, we were the same age, basically. He's a year younger than me. And now, you know, all these guys that are my age are retiring out. And it's just like, fuck. It's everybody that does things. Is younger than me, <laughs> significantly yeah. younger than me. And you know, <laughs> and Batista feels like he shouldn't be going into the Hall of Fame. He's too young. <laughs> like I, I was a man when he was, you know. And it's like, yeah, man, no, just, that's yeah. yeah. Even though we're you the are. same, I mean, I mean, you and I are are very close to the same age, and you're older than me. But I'm so old. Carmelo Anthony won the NCAA title three months before I got to college. <laughs> and up until a month ago, he was too old to play basketball. 
you know, like it's ridiculous. Well, um, that wasn't why. <laughs> He's <laughs> not necessarily too old. But well, to, well, he was too old. He decided he was too old to to risk running your offense through him. That's what it was. But I saw Bellows like, like you know, thirty five. Like, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. LeBron and I graduated the same year. Like, yeah. and also fascinating about Eli, he's so old. He's one sixteen and one seventeen. His career record. Yeah. Ridiculous, um, but no, yeah, like you said, Batista is still very much, you know, a part of pop culture. Like he's right here with us, and you know, if Batista told you, I mean, you couldn't look at him and say, but if he told you he was thirty, you'd believe it because that's how he acts, and that's not a, a detriment. But you know, he just carries himself differently than a lot of people have. Um, he, he's probably the top ten coolest fifty-year-old walking the planet, but just off the strength. So, for yeah. sure. But I don't think anybody um, believes believe him. Um, we can just, you know, be on his jock the whole show, but well deserved. Um, just what about the NWO? Really like, some of those guys being two time, like you said, Scott Hall's now. Yeah, um, I don't think Nash is in solo yet. Um, you know, no. Walkman is, uh, Walkman will be a two time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, um, good on them. Still waiting on Victoria to go in, but good on them. Any so so it's going to be it's the three original, right? Hogan Nash, wait, or the four? I mean, yeah, Hogan Nash Hall six, which is interesting. Like, why not put Big Show in there? Wasn't Big Show five? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, they might not have that relationship, though. Like, you can't really do it without Hogan, I guess. Um, But, you know, they might just be cool. There was a conversation. Why is Xbox? Like, people would understand if it was the three. But, like, why is Xbox there? Like, he was the sixth member. He's not the most, you know, whatever, whatever. Though it's because, especially Hall and Nash, and their stories Mm -hmm. well documented. Uh, you could you could you could say the the demise of WCW started when Hall and Nash decided, oh fuck y'all, we're going to do literally the bare minimum that what we can do to not to keep getting paid when they fired uh, Waltman and the way they fired, not even because he fired, mm-hmm. especially how they treat him. So those guys wouldn't let wouldn't go into the NWO probably or go into the Hall of Fame without him. And huh. WWE knows that, fans, you know, fans that are that know, he certainly should be with the NWO because on the strength of they want him there, <laughs> they feel he's important, then he's important. I can't. And let me um, not, you know, get too far from the the, the current stuff. So you know, watch AEW all the way through. Um, some quick mm-hmm. takeaways. You know, Cody has a just a great way with words. He really does. Um and so Did you say he told with, MJF he was hood rich? He told MJF, like he started to question things about him and was like, yo, um, we're not gonna talk about how you're hood rich and how that scarf you wear might be a fake. <gasps> it, it hit. I was like, okay, 
All right. <laughs> All right, Cody. Um, wow. Um, to which uh, Rich linked me to a really good MJF post-show promo that might have just been online that, that he was really good in. But, yeah, they're feeling Hello. good. Um, you know, Jericho is still super charismatic Jericho. Um, Ray Phoenix blew me away. Uh, Chris Atlander is really, really good. Um, yeah. So they, like, did they she, did are, she win? Did she at least beat somebody? She won that match. She beat the number one contender. She beat Sheeta. Um, okay. In a really good match. Um, right. You know, they got Big Swole coming. So that women's division is, like, is, is coming up. Like, they're doing the thing that I thought needed to be done. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good show. Uh, I, why there's a dark border in the Nightmare Gallery, I have no idea. They're the exact same thing. Like, so is that what the butcher and those guys are called, Nightmare Gallery? Yes, and they actually had no, no. They're the Dark Order. The Nightmare Gallery is Brandy and and Kong. No, 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 no. The butcher, the blade, and the bunny. Yeah, they're the Dark Order. Those, that's not the Dark Order. The Dark Order are those creepy guys with the fat guy and they wear the stupid mask. Oh. And they do those okay. dumb they have, vignettes. Like, they have three mm, of our the same thing. Yeah. Three of the yeah. same thing. Well, I don't know if we've seen enough of the Butcher, the Bunny, and the Blade, because in that promo that MJF cut after the show, he said he paid them to attack Cody, and yeah. it, was, it was his doing. Yeah. So, like I said, three of the same thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, the Dark Order and the Nightmare Gallery are the exact same thing. No, the Nightmare um, Collective, I thought they were called. Sure. But, again, Travis, okay. they're the exact same thing. Like, I want to get that part across. Whatever their names are, it doesn't matter because they are literally interchangeable. Um, yeah. I, so I, I'm like, okay, that, that's that. Uh, I thought that – I didn't know Nala Rose was as agile as she was. She did this cool suplex, drape you over the top rope thing that transitioned into her going for a top rope knee on the hanging opponent. That was pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. I, and then – you had the, a trios match at the beginning with the Bucks and uh, Dustin against Sandy uh, Guevara and LAX. And fun. that was there's so many spots. Like again, I I am not here for the Young Bucks like mantra or psychology or whatever you want to call it. However, I watched whoever the dark I think it's a dark hair one Matt. Hello. Okay, well, dark-haired Jackson. Uh, I watched him do four Northern Lights suplexes in a row, Travis. And, like, even if you don't like it, you kind of have to respect it. It's like that college offense is super gimmicky, but the guys are still really, really fast. Did he get a, um, did he get a two count? Because if he did it a Falcon Arrow, that would probably Oh, yeah, I think it was a one and a half. And then I got to see, like, in real time, the Sammy Guevara uh, – Trying to get on IG Live while he does the the moonsault and get kicked. That was cool. Um, and then they did a triple. They did a triple. Uh, no, it's not cool. They did a triple super kick spot with the Bucks and Dustin. And then they did a double super kick spot while he was recording it. While Dustin was recording it on the phone. Like it's so stupid. So out there, but. Again, I accept 
that clearly it's a winning formula and it's not for me. So I look to the good in what I'm seeing. And their their cardio and strength is pretty amazing. Like, you shouldn't be able to do all that. You shouldn't do all that, but you also shouldn't be able to do all that. Define winning. Define winning. <laughs> winning formula. Bring it back. They sell a lot of merch. Like, oh, those. That, that's, two, that's how I yeah. would say that. Those it makes two money, in particular. And you're not for them. doing anything outright negative, then okay. All right. Do your thing. All right. Uh, anything anything on NXT from last week? Did you have to um, watch binge that, or did you watch it last week? They are not shying away from Keith Lee, um, from his, his momentum. They're very much talking about that. Uh, you know, the main event with Undisputed Era minus Bobby Fish, who, man, Bobby Fish got to find a way to stay healthy. I'm not saying it's under his control, but... <clears throat> Man, he got to find a way to stay healthy. He is, and you know, he's a bit of an older guy. I mean, remember again, um, he got his. They threw, they did that stupid ass spot at War Games where they tried to double Beal, Fish or, or O'Reilly over both, you know, from one ring to the other. He barely clears the second rope of the second ring and goes right into Fish's knee. It's not. I don't know if that's. Because he wrestled the match, we've seen that. That's not that's not unprecedented. But if he's got a knee issue all of a sudden now, that's not because Fish can't stay healthy. That's you know they they Keith Lee and Dan Dijak and whoever came up with that spot. Because as it was happening, I was like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. That didn't work. Uh, that wasn't you know his fault. <laughs> that's not. Oh, my body gave out on me. <laughs> yeah. No, and they got to yeah, you, you bet my knee is the wrong way. No. I don't know if if Bobby Fish is ever going to be anybody's world champion. Like, I don't know if that's his, his role. But, you know, this is, to me, this is the best spot he's been in and maybe will be in, in his career. I want to see him enjoy it, man. Because, oh, my God. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm away from Keith Lee, um, being being who he is, um, and again him working with Adam Cole, who he can just toss around like the the, um jackhammer that he did looked great. It was it was perfect. Um, you had Kushida and Cameron Grimes, which was a different match than you know than you normally see on TV, but was still so good, and you win with, like, a leverage pin. It's amazing. Um, Mia Yim, well, you know, let, me, let, me, let me jump in. While they just were, I had the replay of NXT on, and they just did their squash match, and I rewatch. And, and apparently they're going, they've got new merch or a new logo, but the Forgotten Sons, where are they going with them? And did you see him choke slam my man over the over the ring onto yes. the apron? So remember we just talked about uh, you showed us that uh, I know somebody showed us, but you commented on it. The Undertaker Spike Dudley choke slam, which was mm-hmm. great and super safe. Like mm-hmm. he but held him basically until they get outside the ring at the middle rope. You know, um, look good, but. Knowing what you're watching, you understand that you know that's a fairly safe thing. Man. I don't know. 
And he's a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Would he rather be take the Spike Dudley bump than on the edge That's of the apron? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you always want to argue, even when I'm agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but no. In contrast, what they did to my man Russian for Russ. Oh boy, that looked painful. Ugh. And they beat the crap out of him the whole match. I was like, are they taking it? Yeah. Are they being a little that extra stiff a, with my man Ruff than the other guy? Was, you know, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler <laughs> running through people. Um, whoever wrestled most of the match actually looked really good. Uh, whether that was good. What are they like, doing? Is that really their lo- new logo with the thin blue line? No, 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 no. That's me oh. saying they need to admit what they are. <laughs> like oh, they need okay. to. I thought they, was, they need that to go ahead and ride with what they actually are and what they're doing. I think. Okay. Okay. Good. Because Tommy Gun, Tommy whatever his name used to be in Gunner, he used to, you know, he was a military guy, but he wasn't a cop. And I was thinking, are you trying to? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they should admit what they are, or 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 not do a uh, watered down version. It's why Adam Rose never was going to work in a WWE environment because yeah. he's got to be sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and he can't be none of that. He was having no sex and doing no drugs, and the music didn't even hit. He certainly wasn't doing no drugs on, on air. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, they need to, they need to go ahead and rock with that. And, uh, you know, this rare Ripley Shayna thing, like, I almost wish it wasn't happening so soon, but – you know, they're good together. I think that Rhea just being so big and strong that she can be able to, you know, fight what Shayna may do, I think is going to be good. I hope they find a way to push that until Rumble, and then by the time we get there, you know, that's when maybe a thing that I want to happen happens. Uh, Also, yeah, a big critique, and it's not just of NXT – this last NXT, but just a critique of WWE in general. How come whenever a woman goes heel, the way that you see it is their makeup gets darker and their attire gets darker? Like, it's 2019. Why is that still a thing? Is that just what... Uh, I mean, it's kind of... I mean, they did it with Yoshi you know, Rye. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, they, that, that's, uh, that, that's, that you're not right. A WWE but... thing? But what else is no, it? yeah, like, they do the same thing with men, obviously not with, with makeup, but with Years certainly, but you know Roman Reigns has never been a baby, a heel, and he or lately, and uh, he rocks a beard too. So it's 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 different, you know. But I think that's a good thing because they have, as a woman, you have that to work with. You have that extra, extra. It's so dumb. Yeah, the good guy. She's frustrated. So let me wear black gear now. Yeah, I mean, I can say it's uh, it's uh, like corny in the sense of of black hat, white hat kind of old school trope, good guy, bad guy thing. But as a, if you're going to do it as a as a thing in your quiver, and you, and you just had Yoshirai do it though. You just had Yoshirai do it, and technically I mean, you had Oscar do it. Like, yeah, Oscar doesn't need to grow with her makeup. Yeah, I, I, sure. Yeah, but uh, but he also just has those people also turn heel. You can't have uh, Dakota Kai coming out in unicorn out, you know, in, in the rainbow bright colors and shit. You could, but 
I would do it. <laughs> Saying that, they're changing nothing. Hey, kicking people in their face. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the stuff I saw, I really liked. I I did the SmackDown show with Wade, and I've never been so like disappointed. It's it's great to be asked, and it's great to have the opportunity. But it was just like the driest, blandest show you ever saw. And then Which, it what culminated. Uh, SmackDown with Wade. Oh. So like I'm reviewing this show that, that just wasn't very good. <laughs> and then you know to top it off, you know Roman Reigns gets smothered with dog food. Like it was, it was so corny. I'm like yo, like it'd be different if they had some fake dog food and stuffed it in his mouth, but to lather him with dog food is not like threatening to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, fam, just cut up some uh, some steakums and put some gravy on it. <laughs> you know, yeah, shove it in my mouth, make me eat it. And that's still stupid as fuck. <laughs> but at least it's like, oh my god, they made that many dog food. How, how uh, you know, something. But just to like dump it on. It's not like when the, the DX dumped the shit, supposed shit on uh, Spirit Squad, was it? You know, at least that shit. Again, stupid as fuck, but all right, well, nobody wants shit dumped on me. Nobody wants dog no. dumped on me either, but again, just dog. Uh, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're playing into the big dog thing. Way too much Corbin with the with the little animation a month ago, uh, and now, yeah, someone's got a some stupid idea. And who's got mar- Who's got mar- Who's going through marital issues? There's so many like marital and all these uh, all these storylines. All these relationships are, 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 are fucking shambles. <laughs> Somebody going through something. Mm. Or the one, sh- the one show Becky like, being left out of the Raw and stuff. Like you don't even need to do that. Let her do her thing. <laughs> Let him do his yeah. thing. Don't don't Just even. Yeah. yeah. If it's like if if Vince had one show, current like contemporary show that he watched, like say he like he's just obsessed with the This Is Us. <laughs> I could see him like we need to we need to bring emotional angst to our relationships, but his way of doing that isn't sophisticated like the writing on the NSF. I, I said the NSF. Oh, and this is us. Uh, major figures or something. Um, so yeah, I would not be surprised if that if that turns out. So yeah, if if uh, if a, a year from now. You know, there's like late late lost um, storyline. Oh yeah, Vince on that season two. Uh, this is us. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, anything else about um, the last week's or in, in this week's shows? So one touch that I did like, like I, I love that the Street Profits. Can't beat the Viking Raiders, but 
they have this drive and energy to come so close that whenever they lose to them, they still show them mad respect, like they did the forearm bump after the match. And I'm like, okay, I like that. I like that they're running. And they're both face-to-face teams. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that touch. Um, And, you know, the Street Profits Monday update is a thing. And I'm not going to be mad about it because, you know what, Angelo Dawkins deserves all the good things in the world to happen to him. Okay. Then that's where I'll leave it. All right. Well, let's uh, you know what? Let's read one of these emails we got. We got an email from Jabron out in Vegas. Let's, uh, let's hear what he's got to say. <clears throat> so, Jabron, thanks for the email. He says, uh, "What up, fellas? Two questions for you all this week." Do you think they should not have announced that they signed John Morrison and just had him show up on either NXT or at the Rumble? Uh, I just, is he going to NXT? I just think that would have been uh, a better surprise had he just showed up at a show. Um, I mean, they think he's a big enough deal and they could, well, oh, not even that. They've got all these shows that they have to fill time and make them make important. The bump. Isn't that where he came back? Isn't that like a show he like announced or was announced he's coming back? All this backstage yeah. stuff. They there was a talking pillar for backstage. It's a yeah. that they have news. So, right. Yeah, it's to, so they can have breaking stories and manufacture quote unquote news. So having them show up and then getting the scoop later or the first interview, they want to try to seem sports like. So I, I give them. I give him the effort. It's just John Morrison, so I don't give a fuck. Like any in any real way. But they did it just fine. Like I was okay with trying to make 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 those shows important and use that gimmick. You, you know, they got them, use them. They need it. They they gotta fill the time. That was fine. Your thoughts on Morrison's comeback? And where's he going? Do you know? Like which show? Um, I don't know which show, but I mean cool, you know, like that's a it's a hand to have. It's a fresh matchup to have. And, it, and, again, it's not his fault, but he was ruined for me that first episode of Lucha Underground when I just – think about how many wrestling matches you've seen, Travis. I, I can't remember somebody getting ran out the gym like Ricochet ran him out the gym. Like, it was like – it looked like two guys trying to do the same thing, but one of them was good at it. It looked like – pre-knee surgery, Rey Mysterio getting in there with cruiserweights. Like, it was night and day, two guys playing the same game. And, and ever since then, I've just kind of been like, okay, whatever. Like, he was already, he was always very athletic. I hated that he never looked like he was fighting. I hated his punches. But him having a great look and him being able to do athletic things, like, made him still pretty cool for me. But after that Lucha Underground, man, I was just like, yeah. All right, you know, whatever. Um, but, hey, fresh matchups. I, I think he's probably better than he was when he left, considering his time at Impact, Lucha Underground. So I, I want to be wrong about that. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I never was a big fan of John Morrison, the wrestler. Um, Johnny Nitro, the wrestler. He was a fun personality in Eminem. Uh, I thought that was the best best stuff he 
did because he was able to showcase uh, his personality in a way that worked all the way. But after that, it's just, I don't, that's just, his, his, the way he wrestles, it's just not credible. It's not, uh, he doesn't look like he can fight. <laughs> like somebody just punched him in the face and just win the match. Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing all this stuff and letting him flip and fly around? Just clobber him and he will, I know you got to catch him first, but yeah, he has that kind of, yeah, he doesn't have a ton of credibility. And the tag yeah. team with Eminem as a heel, as a snotty, you know, uh, uh, privileged, overconfident heel. Sure. Yeah. So it's like where Molina was the sizzle and Joey Mercury was the steak. Like, yeah. Well, he, he was just, something, too. He, you know. He, was, he, had a, he has a great look. Like, I, I'm always going to say he has a great look because he has one of the best physiques especially wrestling of that time, but still, he's in great shape. He can do some pretty amazing things. I'm not interested in him wrestling. Speaking of physiques, uh, divert from DeBron's email, we had uh, two uh, wellness violations. We haven't had a wellness pop in, feels like, forever. If I had to guess, I'd say two years. Then last time we had a... uh, not even significant, any kind of wellness uh, violation thing get reported. Bobby Roode, Primo Cologne, uh, so popped for, imagine, for 30 days. Or at least Bobby Roode. Imagine, yeah, imagine you worked in an office, right? Yeah. And so you work in an office. Because I worked in an office. I, mm-hmm. I, I never browse anything that you're not supposed to browse on your computer on my, in my office. I might throw mm-hmm. out a tweet here or there, but I'm not on any of the sites I would ever go to at 6 in the morning on my phone, right? Correct. So, imagine I accidentally went to one of the sites I'm not supposed to visit, and I took a month vacation, and the week before I'm supposed to come back, randomly on a Wednesday, IT comes in to update my computer. They see that I'm on a site. I'm not at work. I haven't been at work. But they see that I'm on a site I'm not supposed to, and I get fired. That's what happened to Primo Cologne. Wait, they Primo see that you were on the site three weeks ago, or what? Right? Yeah, like they yeah, see yeah. the I cookies. I haven't yeah, yeah. it open. I haven't yeah, yeah, been yeah. at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> leave it open. That's what happened to Primo. How do you get a wellness violation when you're wrestling for a different company in a different country? That sucks. What they have him do? Or, Email the piss test? Like what happened? I think I, I, is this is this? I don't understand how this works. <clears throat> um, is this because if it was a mistake, they don't have to put out the, the yeah the the statement. Like if it if it just came up and they were just like, well, we got to do something like primo and what. And then they didn't put two, like, wait, Primo's not even around. He's out of the country. People are going to go, how did he fail a test if he ain't been around in, them in three weeks? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know the, I don't know a, a, a satisfying or any answer to that. I can't imagine. Because Primo, in any other, in any other, in any other sport, 
if they were using like some three week old specimen, you'd be able to challenge the thing and be like, Mm-mm, irregularities, what the fuck? And they would throw it out and you would retake it and hopefully not be fucking dirty because you had, you had some time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, something, something's not right with that primo one. I don't get it. Because everybody goes to the joke. You got fired on your day off or your month off. And it's like, yeah, yeah but that's, I, I get it. I get the ha-ha about it. But something about it ain't, ain't don't sit right. It just don't make sense. And on the flip side, Bobby Roode was due. Like, he's what? He was due. Oh. <laughs> and I think this is somebody who likes Bobby Roode. He was just due. Bobby Roode is 42 years old. And I don't know. His nipples are the same color as butter pecan ice cream. Like, Bobby Roode was due. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, yeah, just wanted to bring up bring up that, that wellness real quick. Uh, moving on to Jabron's second question. Uh, should they have put AOP with Seth when they first got called up to the main roster? I know one of the AOP got injured and was out for a while, uh, but a less but at, uh, but at least the other one could have been with Seth uh, till the other one got healthy. Uh, thanks, fellas. I'll be listening. Uh, no, I no. We weren't. Hate, people didn't hate Seth. Like remember, this is like a six. The last few months, six months or so, that Seth has cultivated this kind of, uh, you know heel persona kind of IRL so that just like, fuck it, let's just bring it to TV. Because we don't, we don't have a choice. A year ago, or 18 months ago, whenever AOP first came up and they had um, Paul um, Ellering, and then the one guy, and then they dumped Ellering, and then they struck out on their own, beat a few teams, did some squash matches, and the one got hurt. No, like mm-hmm. Seth was in a completely different place. He was probably the one that we were like, okay, Seth's probably going to be the one to beat Brock. Let's hope. So yeah, I think that, that um, would have made any sense. You know, I don't know what the original plan was, but they played this pretty well, I think, with, with building them up you know, as killers who everybody's afraid of, um, them not existing in that ecosystem that where Seth dressed everybody down for dropping the ball. They weren't there. And so them being the heavy that he goes to, the <laughs> well, he stressed them. But that was exactly what he said. Like y'all weren't even on the pay per view. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that. Yeah, I, I, I liked it um, for for them and for him. Like, you know, I I I like Seth Rollins. I've defended Seth Rollins. Like he a cornball, but he's still really good. And I think that entitled. Um, you know, entitled, but driven by, driven by adoration, and, and driven by, you know, what other people say. Like I think that plays off great to the character that that you want to push, and you know, him him fighting for appreciation. Like I, I like this. I think they're going about it the right way. And again, I think Kevin Owens is the right guy to do it against. I definitely need to need to go back and watch the. Uh... Watch that segment, <clears throat> at least. Uh, thanks, Brian, for the email. Appreciate you as always. Let's uh, head to the constellation lines. Uh, once again, if you want to give us a call, 347-202-0103. Uh, 
let's go to Skype or International. Let's assume that's maybe Craig. Craig, is that you? What up? Yes, it's me. What's happening? Feel like we haven't talked. Can to you, you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you sound fine. Sound fine. Oh, okay. I got new headphones. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, how, how you guys been? I, I, I feel because Thanksgiving happened and uh, like it takes off all my Wednesdays for like a month. So. Oh, is that what happens? Okay, I should know that by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every year it's like uh, this sucks, but I'm glad to have tonight off. Get to talk to you guys. Um, the uh, the one thing I wanted to talk about just really quick um, was the fact that they got all these shows and podcasts and stuff that like the bump, the uh, backstage, uh, Corey Graves and now New Day's got a podcast. Like they have all these different, um, different ways YouTube. that they can down, down and all that stuff. Oscars, damn. Well, yeah, YouTube yeah. But yeah. these are, these are things they like really, um, they feel like they're trying to be edgy, that they cr- cr- can critique themselves. Did you hear and, CM Punk's outrageous uh, thing? <laughs> Lana Rusev storyline? Oh, and that was kind of funny. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins to kiss? <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he wanted he wanted uh, Finn Balor and, uh, and uh, AJ Styles to kiss when they did the oh, two yeah, sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, he's yeah. It must be nice to be CM Punk. <laughs> but they have all these little, like, mini platforms that WWE is, like, pushing. And so I'm thinking it's a double-edged sword because they have the opportunity to make content, just take chances. And it, even if it fails, it's content for them to talk about on like backstage and uh on their podcasts and shit. But at the same time it could really suck. You mean take yeah, chances on a lot TV of things at the wall. Or take chances on their mini platforms. Uh, I don't I didn't No, on exactly TV. Like the like for instance the Lana Rusev thing. They can just go hog wild as they want and even if it sucks at least that's some content for them to talk about on the backstage show, and because they all say it sucks. I mean, Corey Graves was ripping yeah. uh, some things on his and, and like uh, you know, CM Punk has something to say on whatever. And no, and they're I, not I, really. I, that, but I don't think you. I don't think you take chances because you go well. If it's terrible, we can mock it on these other small things. Like, that's not a reason. No. But it's it's, I it's a. It's like a par- it's like a parachute or like a soft landing. Like whereas before, like if and and they won't touch the big stuff like the booking of Roman Reigns over the last three four years. Right. They won't touch that. But if it's something stupid like that or like what's in the cage for uh, uh, Rowan or whatever, mm-hmm. like like just obviously stupid things that some of them might hit, some of them might not. Or, or like that, you know, they were critiquing the red light thing on uh, the, the backstage show. Yeah. And the backstage show is really, really good. I think it's a, it's kind of fun. It's like more fun than watching the actual shows. <laughs> Damn. But I, I think that's, it's like a, uh, 
it gives them the opportunity to do, you know, like Cam said, throw shit at the wall, and some, you know, even if it's not good. If that's a, if that's a silver lining kind of thing, like if you just happen to be able to use use that, then sure, that's what those backstage stuff are for. You know, show that you can laugh at yourself and stuff doesn't work. I still think there's a line you don't maybe want to cross, but I don't think we've gotten to it. Um, it'd be nice if somebody took some risks, like you said, and talked about something that mattered. Talked about, but then is that it? But you, but that's kind of counter uh, counterproductive, uh, or it could be. But it also could be draw some attention to that particular show. Yeah, that, that when you when you have so many platforms, mini platforms, major platforms, so many different networks you're on, and there's a lot of masters to serve, and you're not in it's, risk isn't isn't a thing that you're rewarded for. Um, yeah, so they're they're all probably always walking the fine line of what, and I mean the talent. Like what's what's okay to make fun of? What can what, what what's what's a wink and a nod? What what's off limits? That's probably all. He's, that's probably a damn minefield. And I think they all have this internal internal uh, memo in their head. Like, okay, we're not touching that. We're not touching this stuff. We're not touching this stuff. I don't think it's like a, you know. I don't think it's like any kind of written down don't talk about you know whatever you know it's just they know they know who they're getting paid by and what and what he thinks is important yeah that so they 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 won't talk about Saudi and shit like that yeah i mean it's an un, it's like the unwritten kind of it's sort of like what we're dealing with now like or so like did like the Republicans are like, well, he didn't, he didn't say, hey, Zelensky, do this for me and I'll do that. I mean, kind of fucking did, but he literally just didn't say it in those words. So we can't. And 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 it's like when you're dealing with a crime boss or any kind of criminal boss or whatever, uh, you know, hey, did you do that thing that we talked about the other day? Not, hey, did you dump that body in the fucking lake or what? No, nobody <laughs> says shit like that. <laughs> At least they shouldn't. They're stupid criminals who do. Um, yeah. Well, so. that's all I had for you guys. And uh, Cam, have a great birthday weekend, and uh, I'll look forward to hearing your show on uh, hopefully Monday. Thank you very much, Craig. I'm, I'm I think it's going to be a good time. I'm going to do what I can to make it a good time. Thanks so much. Looking forward to it. Talk to you, Craig. Appreciate you. Go on. Yeah, that's Craig from Toledo. And, um, yeah, okay. So switch it up real quick. Um, what have what have you – have you picked up anything new or what have you continued to watch on Disney Plus? Um, no. Like, it's one of those things where it came out at a time where we were just busy. Like, for it to come out, you know, October, November, 
Um, and then the mm-hmm. way my November set up, the way my December set up, like, you know, it's still the same things I've been seeing. I'm, I still haven't watched last week's Mandalorian. Um, I burned through X-Men so fast. And, like, I don't um, – like, all those Marvel movies that, I, that I've seen and stuff, I haven't even been mm-hmm. in a position to just sit down and have the background movie going. So, yeah, um, yeah. I've been – it's been music and silence and, you know, I finished Castle Rock. Like, Disney Plus isn't even – even the last time I logged into the thing. Um, but, yeah, <clears throat> me being behind on the, on the Mandalorian has really slowed me down. It definitely gets uh, – you know, if I don't watch it every night, I watch it every other night. So I at least watch one mm-hmm. or two X, right? Like, I, I talk a bunch of shit when I watch the first – the pilot and the second episode. Um, basically it was the same as a two part one, but yeah, two parter. So the pilot, and I was real critical about the dialogue, the, just the, just a lot of things. And immediately in episode three, when Magneto showed up, <laughs> things picked up. And I don't know, whatever I am, sixteen. I think I'm into season two now, and uh, uh, uh. uh uh, Mystique was fucking with, with Rogue and pretending to be... Oh, the Carol Danvers stuff just came, so I was just, like really into that. Like, oh, okay, this is how That was she, a good episode. It's one of the strongest episodes. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, now I, I really get... So I wanted to uh, yeah, say publicly, like, oh, yeah, no, no, I get now why. <laughs> I just had to let... Had to settle in, let the thing develop a little bit before uh, really being able to critique it in any way. Like anything else, it was just one of those knee-jerk what-the-fuck kind of things. So, um, so yeah, X-Men is pretty much the only thing I've, I've been watching when I do long in the Disney, Disney Plus. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody said um, one of those was it one of those Spider-Man series? I don't know. There's some other things I was going, I'm going to get into. Um not sure. I'm gonna yeah, pick like one. Three of those are really good. <laughs> three of those I'm gonna, three I'm, are really good. They found a way to make that work. Um, I'm gonna I need to get on one like uh, Darkwing Duck or Chippendale or whatever. And have you watched that. Wolverine and the X Men? Wolverine and the X Men? No. Yes, it's the most recent uh, X Men cartoon. It only lasted um, like a season and a half. Um, because, you know, the whole thing, Disney started to turn stuff over and Marvel properties and stuff. Please watch yeah. that. Like, it's so mature, and it's basically set after X-Men 3. So everybody, but not really, just kind of, like, everybody's dead. Xavier's dead. King's dead. Cyclops, is, he's still alive, but he's brooding, like, and it's very mature. Like, Domino's in it. Xavier's in oh. a bishop. Like, it's a very good show. Hmm. Yo, how they got themselves out of that, out of the time thing with the virus and the fucking uh, all that shit with Bishop with and Cable running around. Yeah, that was, that was like, yeah, we, you know, we're going to have our cake and fucking eat the shit out of it, too. Um, okay. The Savage Land stuff needs, I'm confused about that. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's, what's happening. Magneto without you. Um, all right, well, I, I, I was waiting for, uh, and there he is. 
Darrell in Georgia. What's happening? What up? Not a thing, man. How y'all got guys going today? Hey, it's, it's, it's going. Yeah. So yep, 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 yep. Not too much, not too much. Shoot. How you doing today? Um, you raise you raise this high twin looking motherfucker. <laughs> old camera. Somebody told me it's actually the Hodge triplets, I guess. But twins sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, thanks. Um, I, I'm I'm doing fantastic, sir. You know, just uh. A million things to do, not a million hours to do them. Um, but I'm doing good. Okay, you you had some husband, um, some husband or some wife that you've been um messing with, come up that try to shoot up the whole school, baby. Bruh, no. bruh. Whoa, like it was. It's so surreal because like my first instinct, like I go to the hallway to get like, a bunch of kids that are sitting there, and, like, they're, like, slow to move, and I can't talk to them like I want to talk to them, even though I probably could have. I'm like, yo, hurry your asses up. Like, there's a gun on campus. Like, you need to come with me. Um, and then, like, just being in that tight environment, barricading the door, like, it's all so surreal. Um, but luckily, everything was cool, and, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, and to me, the big thing was, you know, you know, you and I have had talks. It ain't my first time around nobody with a gun, but it's different mm-hmm. than, you know, when the mind, yeah, when you don't know that pick. person's mindset, like it's. Well, you, yeah. when you were around the person with a gun before, you were like, well, whatever happens, I ain't no way am I going to be a target, so I'm straight. No, 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 <laughs> that's, that's not the case. But no? Oh, okay, damn, damn. I like you. But it was me. You know, it was me. <laughs> it wasn't like me and these 17-year-olds who ain't never been around anything trying to make sure that they're cool. That was the biggest thing in the moment. Like, yeah, they're not built for this. And not that I am just built to be around a gun pointed at me, but we've been through things, you know, like, but these are kids. So that was the thing, like, being nervous for them and thinking that I might have to jump in front of, you know, a kid. That that was it. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Your side, your um, resume has um surpassed you. So you know, it meet it meet you before you even get coming in the door. It already hit somebody in the face. <laughs> um, if it was a, a disgruntled husband or boyfriend, and that's not how I want. I want my mom to like know I went out like that. I tell them it's something different. It was a time traveling sentinel sent to stop me from being great. I hear that. I hear that. But yeah, man, I was listening to you guys, man. Last week, uh, wrestling was pretty straight. Uh, Monday, I, I did like you did, Travis. I tuned in and out. Well, I tuned out at first when I seen that woman come on the screen. They talking about divorces and uh, <laughs> signing divorce papers. I still say that's some that's some role that I couldn't play. Even if we marry afterwards and we agree, like, let's just do this for the money. Nah, I can't play that because you you bring on too much disrespect outside of that. Now I got to check fans who want to disrespect me because they see it on TV. They understand that I'm playing a role and stuff like that. So that's just some 
Right. Like, how many times, remember when Dave Chappelle was like, I'm in the grocery store with my family, my wife and kids, people yelling at me, every James, bitch! Like, man, <laughs> chill the fuck out. Like, I got my kids with me, like, <laughs> yeah, so, I can imagine if you're like, you know. Hey, can I take, hey, hey Rusev, can I, can my, my friend take a picture of me, uh, kissing your wife while you stand there looking sad? <laughs> Then I got to think about oh, if I hit them, they gonna wanna, they gonna wanna sue. <laughs> but I'm just doing the man thing. Like, <laughs> what you think you happen if you just any average blow Joe, you run up on them and say that to them. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna catch them. They gonna catch your body <laughs> real fast. But. Other than that, you know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for tonight, the big triple threat. I don't know if y'all spoke on it yet because I had to tune out for a second. What y'all think about the um, big triple threat that's going on tonight? And who would you go with? The who? That's happening? Yeah, I think think you go all the way with Keith Lee. Like, I think you really do go all the way with Keith Lee. I think you can – I think you can turn Champa Balor into a program. Um, That's a good one. That that's built on good promos, good action, but yeah, like as much as I love Adam Cole and that's my man, I think you, I think you go with Keith Lee. Um, maybe find a way to get him, you know, by hook or by crook, not win the title, but I think you go there Royal Rumble. Like Cole's done everything he can do in NXT. He's proven that he can go with the very best because him and Brian put on that banger on SmackDown. Um, yeah, I think Keith Lee should win it, and Keith Lee should be the next champion. Wow. I um, I mean, I am not the, the biggest, you know, or an Adam Cole fan at all. Like, he's fine. Um, Keith Lee is champion, though. I, 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 it's one of those, I go with him because he's, because he seems to be hot. It's what the, the fans want. And if in six weeks it's not working out, you can always rematch it and put the title back on Cole. Um, I don't know. Depending how Hurt Fish is, do you do, you do the systematic thing? Like uh, they, they, they all lose their gold one by one, you know, three weeks in a row. Undisputed Era <laughs> loses their that loses their gold, I might do something like that and cap it off with Keith Lee winning. Um, I think you keep the title on Roddy and, you know, if you're not moving Adam Cole up, um, then I think that can be a feud if they, if the Undisputed Era breaks up. Yeah, um, you can I bring like that back. Yeah. Remember they were that kind was, of uh, mad at Roddy for a few he, weeks and then they, then they worked through it and it was like, oh, I like that. Like, Faction, good guys or bad guy faction, it don't matter. But friends were beefing, and then they, just didn't, they didn't do the thing where they turned on each other and feuded, and then, you know, one heel on the baby face. They worked out their stuff and prevailed, and they got all the gold and all that. But if you exactly. definitely revisit that, as Roddy's the last man standing, so he starts like, I'm default leader of the <laughs> undisputed now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> That's the thing. He would, he would have claim. 
Like, well, what do you, what do you, what do you expect, Adam? Shoot, I got it. Um, I got Keith Lee winning, and he lose it on the 18th, so they can build up for him to maybe chase um, Roddy or something like that because they have no contender for him right now. But also, I got Adam winning. He beat he beat Keith. He beat Tommaso. And then he turned babyface when he loses to um, Finn. And you give the Undisputed Era uh, babyface run before you let them go. That's let them go or break them up. Yeah, I can see that. Before they, before they move up, yeah. Before you move them up. Or move them over. Uh, over, side to side, left, right, <laughs> up, down, circle, 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 square. Yeah, yeah, move them across. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I see it going. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. And next, this week ain't the big week, but next week, I want to see how you tell this story with real Ripley and Shayna Baszler. Probably the hottest feud going on in all of us. Yeah, I, I think they just I think the story tells itself. I think it, because of who you have in charge and the ethos of of the brand, I have all the utmost uh, confidence that this thing is going to build and culminate. Whether it's at that, it's at the are they wrestling for the title on the 18th? Yeah, she said you got it. That's right. That's right. But maybe something will happen and then they'll come back with a match in Portland. Is that in February? Portland take over some shit. Yeah, February sixteenth, um, I think, or the eighteenth. But I don't it depends what they want to, you know, do for WrestleMania weekend. Um it, 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 do you want to do Shayna getting her rematch then or do you want to have That'd be because I think that might be a little too too far for Rhea to finally win it from Shayna. If she don't win it till April, and she's getting a bunch of chances in the middle in between time, I don't I don't know if that's how you want to do it. So I think she wins it at that Portland show, uh, and not next week. Next week's too or the 18th. Yeah, next week's too soon. And uh, that's what my thing was: winning at the Rumble, have Shayna win the Rumble. But I got, I got the same thing. takeover before the Rumble, and then they're saying the Is there a takeover before the Rumble? Because they're coming back with one a, a few weeks later in February. Well, whatever the closest one is before that. I know typically before. they do it at the big four. Yeah, they did that. But I think that's why the February takeover is a big deal, and they're saying they're signaling, signaling this is going to be us alone, and there won't be a takeover weekend in court and for the Rumble. Mm. But well, I don't know. I don't have the schedule in front of me. So, um, yeah, either way, I have all the confidence that they're going to, Rhea's going to win it at the most opportune time when, you know, as far as like when the fans want it and they're going to pop the loudest for it. Will be the most opportune time. I'm waiting for. Well, that's the biggest show? Huh? Say what, Drew? When the most opportune time be on the 18th? 
If you think next, I don't think next week Rhea with Ripley winning on regular TV to win the women's championship is the no. I think I think you have to. She has to dispose of Duke and Shakir, like before. And when I say dispose of, like it needs to be a situation where it doesn't like the, all the odds are just all the way against her. Like you don't necessarily want her to beat Shayna by surprise. Like you want it to be to feel like more of an even playing ground. I think with the with the way that they booked Rhea, um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think I think because of because of the work Rhea gave her before all the Survivor Series stuff happened and the work that she gives all three of them when they try to sneak attack her and stuff. If you, you build it up that the February show is the, is when Rhea gets one-on-one, let's say it's a cage match. Let's say it's Rhea and uh, Rhea and Shane in the cage and it's ain't no Duke, ain't no Shafir, it's Rhea in the cage. She gets finally gets her hands one on one with nowhere to go, and that's how you sell it. And then she wins it because she has nobody around to fuck her over and shit. And she wins a clean, well, you know, in the cage, but whatever, clean, no interference. Yeah, I I just want Rhea Ripley to go over as strong as possible because because. In the whole time that Hello? Shane has been, yeah. Oh yeah. In the whole time Shane is, my Shane has been champion. She hasn't really needed a ton of outside interference or underhanded tactics. And if yeah, Rhea I mean, is the one that a few that times makes her stand out, but absolutely, like yeah. But uh, if Rhea is the one that makes her I, consistently. Yeah. She keeps bringing her friends out. She keeps pulling the tights. She uh-huh. keeps gouging the eyes. And then yep. Rhea finally gets, you know, gets the eyes as close yep. as it's going to get. Then she wins it. That's how you do it. So. Uh, Darrell, you still with us, or are you, uh, you, you over there doing a quid pro quo? All right. Headboard, I pulled away. He doing he doing uh, <laughs> shady business. So all right, we don't have no more emails. I'm going to uh, take that opportunity, this opportunity to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Unless uh, Cam, you had a, a final word or two. Oh uh, no, no. Um, I I don't know. If you guys follow me on Twitter. Uh, Tuesday might be a good day for a, a TLC watch along because yeah, this weekend I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to work that into the schedule. Um, you know, we're doing, when I say we, Travis as well, kind of against his will, but we're doing, uh, we're having a birthday party. Hey, you want to um, come to this party? A, oh, sure. Oh, you want to work? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're busy. Um, I'm having my 34th birthday party this weekend. We're also having, I'm a live show, um, so that should be fun. And then, you know, my birthday's on a Sunday, Sunday fun day, so I don't know how much TLC is actually getting watched on a Sunday or a Monday, because Monday I've already taken as a recovery day. So <laughs> a lot to work through. But, yeah, Tuesday, if you're up and on Twitter, you want to talk about TLC, it's probably going to be the best day. Let me see if I can get uh, get my Sunday moved to a Monday, because I'm off Mondays, but I work Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Might be the day. 
Brunch might be, yeah, this might be the day to, because I haven't done brunch since Will was here, and that was a year ago. That was a year ago now, yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for your for your time and your, your energy and your, your tweets and your emails and all that kind of stuff. Um, thank you all. Thank you, Cam, for your co-hostingship. Um, yeah, we'll get at y'all next week. Free folks, the ride is over for y'all, VIP VIP people, though, click over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Um, so, yeah, until next time, that's Cam. I'm Trav. We out.